swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place Hello! And welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here, live in Las Vegas with the great Brett Savage. Hello! <laughs> and we are in uh, uh, Brad's suite. And, uh, <laughs> My suite. Oh, yeah. We got to set that joke up. So we were interviewed by a local uh, Roseville, Michigan cable station. And Brad told this story. I don't remember how it went. Okay, I'll say it. Hello! <laughs> it happened in Brad's room. My sweet. Oh, my sweet. It happened in Brad's room. That's what, that was the joke. Okay. Uh, anyway, we can edit that out. Oh, that will be edited <laughs> out. Um, but today we are in Las Vegas, and we are going to talk about something that uh, Brad Savage knows about, as he's the front man for a band, Brad Savage and the Cockroaches. And we're going to talk about favorite American bands. And this is good, because we get the Beatles and the Who out of there, and a lot of these uh, limeys that come over to our country and sell records. Use our women and drink our drinks. <laughs> and, uh, There's another story behind that, though, but we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Okay, so Brent Savage, um, and, and you, you can say the ground rules. You can. Like, okay, we talked about some ground rules first, but uh, we're not talking about individual artists like solo acts. So uh, we're going to take out uh, somebody like Elvis. Um, which who played with a band, but was basically a solo artist. So we're going to take out the solo artist part of this. Correct. Got it. And, oh, just once more, Brad Savage is also the editor of the McCarty Metro, which uh, will be coming out soon. February 1st. Oh, good. February 1st. Well, this will probably not come. Well, yeah, it could be up. If if that uh, editor of this uh, <laughs> of the music part of this does this, the podcast. And what's new in the uh, Metro? Well, we're going to have, in February, we're going to have the McCarty Metro Awards coming up. Ooh, the Dudley uh, Awards. The Dudley Awards. Uh, so that's a, a good. We're going to have all the regular favorites, the Jerry's World and... Uh, and uh, all the regular stuff, Final Thought, uh, Chemo Talk, lots of great stuff. And coming down to the finals, Pigskin Pick'em. Oh, yeah. That's going to be decided at Super Bowl Sunday. Right. Cool. So let's get on with our bands. And Brad Savage, you are the guest. So as always, you get to go first. That is your great here. Uh, favorite you, American you, band. Uh, my favorite American band of all time is... Brad Savage and the Cockroaches, of course, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to opt for the Beach Boys as Beach being Boys. one of my favorite American bands. Just uh, Brian Wilson and the whole gang there. Uh, great stuff. I heard a story on the radio about Brian Wilson, too. What is it? The story about Brian Wilson is that he flunked a music class in high school and 50 or 60 years later, whatever it is, he got his grade 
uh, grade changed from an <laughs> F to an A because the song he submitted at that time was Surf and Safari. Whoa. And he, the teacher gave him an F. Whoa. And the teacher, I believe, is still alive, and he changed it to an A, and he passed the class now. Wow. But lots of great songs about the Beach Boys. And uh, I might as well do one other. Uh, Brian Wilson's story is that I have a connection with Brian Wilson. You do. In that um, Rick Farmelo, Rick's Martini Bar, and I went to uh, a, it was actually a benefit, Carl Wilson, the guitarist and Brian's brother, died of a brain tumor. And so there is a, uh, there is a uh, benefit that they do, and people come, all people come together, and it's at UCLA, and and so they did this, uh, they played this thing, and, and Rick and I went there, and we snuck into a party by by uh, putting fake armbands on us, and uh, we you weren't invited. We were not invited. <laughs> Don't go figure. And uh, anyway, the. Uh, um, we find ourselves doing shots of tequila with Carney Wilson, who's Brian's uh, daughter, and with uh, uh, Bijou Phillips, who's Michelle Phillips' daughter, and Sean Lennon, who's John Lennon's son. Wow. And Rick and I are doing tequila shots. and Off making, Carney's belly? Well, Carney is making <laughs> a lot of noise. This is when she had lost the weight, but she still had the... Yeah. Attitude, the big girl attitude, where she was swearing and being loud. And uh, anyway, she, um, Brian comes over and says, hey, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're doing tequila, Brian. Grab one. He's like, no, that's okay. But what, you know, what do you do? And so we lied and said we had a production company. And fast forward, Rick Farmelo ended up uh, uh, making... The uh, uh, doing the part of this video for the Smile album, and then after that, we did the uh, the background uh, video for when he toured, when he did his, uh, his tour right after that album, which was you know ten years ago or whatever. But anyway, so great, interesting, great story. But we've lost all of our time now, so we have another take a commercial break. And when we come back, you we'll get your first. Finally, one. get to talk about yeah. We'll hear my first one when we return here at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Hi, Brad Savage here, uh, live in the suite in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm here, of course, with Jerry McCarty, and we're talking about our favorite American bands. Jerry, you're on your number one. And it is so good when your favorite American band can be your first concert that you ever went to. <laughs> oh, that's on my list. And uh, yeah, and I think they these guys would give the Beach Boys a run for their money. Beach Boys are a great band, but as far as changing music and longevity and all of that and certainly in money making kiss the hottest band in the land yes 
And Brad Savage and I saw them at the Kobo. No, at the Olympia. Olympia, that's right. We were at the Olympia. One of the final things at Olympia. Right. One of the last events at the Olympia. And we saw them, and the rockets opened up for them. Right? Yeah. And, uh, but we were, we, we were just amazed by the performance. The, we kind of knew what to expect, right? We knew there'd be fire, oh, yeah. and yeah. but it was just so exciting to watch it. And we were just kids. We were like 16 and 15 right. or whatever Can't we were. Your parents let us go to this thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was awesome. And it was, it was like in January or something yeah. too. So yeah. It was, it was a dangerous winter. time to be driving around, but heck, it was a different time then. And, uh, and we did it. But KISS! Great, uh, you know, rock and roll night yeah. party every day. I'll, I'll tell you what, every every concert I've gone to after that, I'm going. Where's the explosions? <laughs> where's the fire? Where's the where's the blood falling out of the guy's mouth? You know. And they are an all American band, but Gene Simmons was actually born in Israel, and he's got a great story. His uh, I have met him at the uh, Polo Lounge before, and. Uh, he was uh, he was born in Israel, and his parents moved to New York. Uh, his mother moved to New York, and his parents were actually in a Nazi concentration camp. Wow! And uh, but he's just so American, so happy to be here. He's more American than a lot of Americans, and he just uh, um, he just loves the country. And so that's mine. Kiss. Is he a good guy or is he a little pompous? He's a good, you know, he's a good guy, but pompous. Rick and I, in the last podcast, were talking about Billy D. Williams, whom he met. And he was, uh, Rick said, he's arrogant, but it's okay. And he's, that's yeah, how exactly how I feel about Gene Simmons. Is yeah. he's, he's arrogant, but he can, he can do it. He yeah. can be arrogant. And he's uh, just, he's just so... Uh, Confident, self-confident, I'll say that. Yeah, no, that's that good. It, it doesn't bother you. So, yeah. anyway, that's it. All right, I'm going to go for my number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a while, but uh, John Fogarty. Oh. Credence, Clearwater Revival. You, Lots of great music coming out of that band. You may not notice that, but we are uh, here at Harrah's. Yes. And uh, John Fogarty is playing here at Harrah's. He's in concert doing all those things. and uh, You got one of those bands that we can go with? <laughs> yeah, we'll go talk to John Fogarty. But yeah, that was cool. But it's uh, him and his brother split up, I guess. His brother's not touring with them or anything. Is that right? Yeah. But, uh, but good. Great music, though. Some of the songs, you got uh, Proud Mary. Oh, Bad Moon Rising. Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Just some good, good songs. Yeah. So uh, anyway, good call and good good voice on him. He had a different type of voice there. Yeah, just kind of that raspy uh, voice. Yeah, raspy and, and nasally. And, and one of his last ones was the uh, Center, Center Field. Field. Yes, and that was uh, probably his last big hit that I recall. And it was kind of like a little throwback too. Absolutely, was, the sound of it was yeah, it was a little throwback. Yeah. Okay, good call. And so our uh, ground rules. Just that, uh, and I want to bring it down, but our ground rules <laughs> were that they had to be more than one person. Correct. And they play instruments. Correct. This one qualifies. And get ready for Brad Savage to flip his lid. This could or be at least uh, this, 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 this could leather be the, hat he's wearing. This could be the, uh, the uh, crumb cake. Oh, you know, it the, could uh, be. <laughs> the Carpenters. Karen Carpenter played the drums. Richard Carpenter played 
piano. Do you allow and, swearing on the podcast? Because <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> I knew that was coming. And uh, But the Carpenters were, were an amazing duo. All their sound their own. Her voice like an angel, Kira yeah. Carpenters. Not, you know, not somebody you want to take to an all-you-can-eat restaurant, but darn good singer. <laughs> an all-you-can-eat restaurant. <laughs> One of my favorite songs by the Carpenters was uh, Top of the World, too. Yeah, I remember when that came out, and it was like just easy to sing, easy to play on guitar and everything like that. But you're right. Uh, just a couple of really talented people, uh, Karen singing and... Uh, um, Richard playing. Richard on the keyboards and piano. And and uh, it's a weird, and I'm, I'm not sure of the relationship, but Paul Paul Williams wrote a lot of the songs. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, Paul but, Williams. Yeah, so I think Paul Williams wrote them. So, but anyway, but uh, Carpenter's a great band. And uh, and they had it. The, the, there was one of their songs in probably one of my favorite movies was in Tommy Boy. Really? Yes. Did you ever see Tommy Boy? Yeah, Chris Farley. Okay, so they're driving down the expressway and they're flipping channels and they, go, oh, you, that's bull, that's you know, that's terrible. Why are you listening to that and stuff? All of a sudden, it turns on to Carpenter's uh, song, and he's like, you could change it if you want to. Well, I'm okay with it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the next scene is they're they're both singing this song out at the top of their lungs, and then the hood of their car flies up and they go <laughs> flying down the highway. Oh, I gotta watch it again. Yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah. Stuff. So, and uh, just a little uh, trivia note there: when uh, Karen Carpenter, who used to be the drummer, stepped from behind, on, behind the drums and started just singing, they hired as their percussionist their drummer, Cubby O'Brien, who was in the original oh, Musketeers. Yeah. Original wow! Musketeers. I did not know that. I and did not know that. Carpenter's trivia for you. So we have to take a commercial. We'll come back. I don't know how many more we're going to get here on our favorite bands, but we got some good ones already. This might be a two-parter. Ooh. <laughs> Join us when we come back from this commercial here at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste we are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here with the great Brad Savage from a great American band called Brad Savage and the Cockroaches. We are talking about American bands, and we've talked about some good ones here so far. We've talked about the Beach Boys, Kiss, the Carpenters, and Creedence Clearwater Revival. And so, Brad Savage, that means it is back to you for your next favorite. American band. All right. So since we're talking about my favorite one, uh, this is probably not going to be on many lists, but it probably may, it may be. But uh, they were just, they got together, I think, in the late 80s, 90s, and they're still playing, but Green Day. Oh, Green Day. Good call. Yeah. Three guys only. In yeah, that band. three guys in the band. And uh, they, you know, when they're in concert, I think they have one or two more, but, uh, but, it's I've I've never seen them live in concert, but um, they came to um, Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, and some people went to that that I know, and they said they've never heard a band that just fills up the. the I mean, they they are just even though it's just three people, 
they they just fill up the whole theater or the the uh, the arena yeah. with the music. It's it's that good, you know. They they it's kind of like and I they're not on my list, but kind of like Cheap Trick, you know. Yeah, just the three people and they um, and a singer, but uh, just very talented musicians. And I love uh, Green Day's music, so. Cool. Well, thanks for stealing my next one. This cheap trick was my next one with Rick Nielsen because he's a fantastic guitar player. But should I name another one? No. You can just talk a little bit about yeah, the cheap I'll trick. Yeah, just talk about the great Rick Nielsen, Booney Carlos, and uh, they just uh, Robin Zander and Tom Peterson. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're great. And Rick Farmelow is actually going to be animating a little something for them. So oh, he's been actually right? working with. Rick Nielsen and says he is a super cool guy. So uh, yeah, well, Rick Nielsen's been on uh, uh, American Pickers a couple of times. Uh, he sold or gave them a guitar to try to sell and things like that. And so uh, he's been on a few of the I don't know if it's a reality show, but uh, American Pickers I've seen him on recently and. Uh, uh, just he seems like a really nice guy. You met him. Super you nice met guy. him at the Tonight Show. I yep. know he was at Leno's at the Tonight Show, and I used to go there a lot. He um, was there, and he uh, uh, met him, and he was like saying, uh, "Yeah, do you remember the songs?" I'm like, "I love those songs. Yeah. Those are my wheelhouse years. I know all those songs. Like yeah. Cheap Trick and Budokan." Yeah, and uh, and. Uh, he was just like kind of surprised, but I'm sure he's not because he's got to get hit by tons of fans all the time. Yeah. But he was just very gracious, very under. Um, you wouldn't think he would be that way, but just a little bit shy almost. And but just a great, great, great character. song. Uh, Surrender is oh, probably my fa awesome. favorite song, but they've got so many of them. So yeah. You know. Cool. So that's mine. And they, they kind of got around the same time that Kiss became like a teeny bopper band. They did too. But uh, I still love them. Cheap trick. Yeah. Okay, who you got? We're going to go uh, with a fave, and I'm sure this is a fave on just about everybody's, but Van Halen. Oh. Not Van Hagar. Van ah, Halen. So with the David Lee Roth. Yeah, going David Lee. They had, uh, there was that era in there where they came out with a, Song, sorry, songs like Panama, yeah. and I mean, just really hard rocking. And then uh, they did that uh, replay of the Kinks song. You really got me. Yeah, it was great and great. Just, uh, but Eddie Van Halen, just a phenomenal guitar player. And uh, you're not so bad on the guitar yourself, there, Jerry. Oh, not anywhere near and Eddie Van Halen. But there's a little that style that he had. And I remember when I saw Van Halen. He would always kind of be hunched over a little bit when he was playing the guitar. And uh, I heard this from a disc jockey in Los Angeles that he did that so people couldn't see what he was doing because he didn't how want he people to it? play, the, play copy the, him. How, copy the way he was playing the guitar, but that he cheats a little bit and that he uh, uh, does some things with his right hand that he was trying to hide. Ah. So uh, anyway. The, uh, uh, yeah, so that's a good one. Van Halen. Okay, I'm going for my next one. And unfortunately, it's going to be the last one for the day. But maybe we'll let you do one more, Brett Savage. But this one for me is a good group. And hopefully you will not be too upset. But I said that I like to do this because it was not, the Beatles would not be included. But these people copied the Beatles. The Monkees. Oh, and they, okay. Had a great band. They had great songs. They had 
Neil Diamond writes some songs for them, but they were a real band, and they yeah. they toured afterwards. And uh, you know, starting out, they, it was a big deal that they didn't play their instruments, but they all learned to play their instruments. And uh, Mike Nesmith went on to do stuff. Peter Tork went on to do stuff. Mickey Dolans kept doing things, and Davy Jones, of course, that great voice. And uh, so mine, the Monkees. Now that's a band too that. Uh... Normally, when you think of younger bands that appeal to the teeny boppers, they're they're like good looking guys. Right, right. Davey was the other three not so much. <laughs> yeah, the knit hat there of Mike Nesmith. There's a great movie about them. Uh, I think it's streaming on Netflix, and I think it's just called Hey, hey We're the Monkeys, and it's a really good uh, uh, movie or. Uh, uh, it's it's like people playing them, but the people that play them are so good, and it helps make sense of some of the things that you'd wonder about what happened with the TV show and things yeah. like that. But uh, so favorite favorite monkeys song? Oh, it um, you know that would be a tough tough one for me, but I might say oh what would I say? I'm gonna say. Is it called Sleepy Jean? Yeah. No. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. I, that was going to be mine. So you just don't want to know. But Last Train to Clarksville. Oh, a lot, to of, lot of good songs there. How are we looking on time there, Mr. We are. We are at the end of our time now. So, uh, Brad Savage, thank you for being here and being part of our uh, podcast as we go into our ninth year of podcasting yeah. hard to believe it's been that long yeah we're almost coming up to number 300 as well so wow. that's coming up uh probably in the next couple of months i bet that is crazy nine years so we were podcasting before a lot of people were now but uh, now it's just like a big deal now so uh anyway red savage thanks for being with us my name is jerry mccarty join us next week for another episode of rick's martini bar cheers, cheers. Let's swing on down Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down To Ricky's down